after the thrills and spills for some of us of Annabelle's last time, uh, we're in the stable of a certain Royal Ascot winning trainer. Yes, it's Bedford House for us today, and what an episode we have lined up. There's no time to hang around with any lengthy preambles. We're bringing you Ascot Reflections in the company of the heroine of the hour, backed by special demand. The star of episode eight is the queen of the turf, Hayley Turner. Let George and Charlie offer the bridal recommence. George, Charlie, great to see you both. Uh, a quick catch-up, guys, before H. Turner has centre stage. Royal Ascot 2019. In a nutshell, how was it for each of you? Well, it was a slightly different experience for me than it was to Charlie. Firstly, it's nice for Charlie to have us in Bedford House. And I normally have to pay to come into a yard like this, so it's nice to be invited in. Um, <laughs> it feels slightly strange, because normally I have a nice glass of red or maybe a beer, and because... Bedford House's fridge is not particularly well stocked. It's a cup of tea for me and an iced tea for you, George. I actually brought a uh, bottle of champagne with me in the car, but I was too embarrassed to get out in front of all your lads with it. <laughs> so I left it in the car, so I'll take it home with me. Oh, uh, that's very nice. Um, I want to take it home. Oh, no, we'll bring it in. We'll bring it and drink it out of the mugs. Yeah. No, we obviously got a lot to talk about. It's a fantastic week of racing. Charlie obviously took centre stage with Hayley, but Hayley is on her way to join us. So we'll, we'll, we'll um, go More through on that, ri- that rigorous later, later, exactly. Good week, though. Yeah, it was a fantastic week of racing, wasn't it? Um, first of all, first of all, any pod listeners... A massive round of applause because your tip was an absolute belter. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic, really, wasn't it? That Al Ali, or Ali as he's called, he sluiced up. And I think we tipped him up at, I think he was like 14 to 1 when we um, when we tipped him up at Annabelle's. Fancy, a maiden winner at Ascot. Who would have thought it? Me. Great um, shout that. What a shout that was. Well, I loved him at the sales so much. I was obsessed with him. He was a lovely little society rock horse. And I had a little horse last year called uh, Concierge. He reminded me so much of him. But we, we didn't have the firepower to bring him. So I, cl- I followed him closely. So. And our special guest, Mr. F. Dottori Annabelle's, what a week he had. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's hard to know how to sum it all up, really. But it's, it was extraordinary, wasn't it? The atmosphere at Ascot when it just won two, three, four came in and everyone was saying, he can't, he cannot do it again. Not at Royal Ascot. It was remarkable. Well, I bloody said, I said, uh, didn't I, when asked in Annabelle's, yeah. can he do it again? I said very firmly, absolutely impossible, never going to happen. So I was sort of thinking, God, I'm going to make myself look a fool again. Um, but uh, no, actually, Tony, it's actually nice of you to turn up. I don't know, your sort of excuses keep changing, well, but su- I mean, you weren't there, I know I'm that. I'm surprised I'm still in gainful employment after you managed to put such a good performance in that day, George. You know, even my mother said that you're better than me. So well, Fellows, what, Fellows yeah. was like a wallflower. He shrunk in, he sort of came, he met me outside, said, well, you better take this on, so, yeah. I, t- so I had to. But apparently, Tony was seen driving around Birmingham at one stage. He'd <laughs> gone completely the wrong direction. I, I, yeah, as, as you said, <laughs> uh, I, I very rarely venture yourself and sort of got lost uh, in, in East London somewhere. No, I, I, if truth be told, it's even more idiotic than that. I locked the car keys in the boot of my car somehow or other. And uh, luckily enough, had a locksmith free me at about nine o'clock that night. But Fellows is calling to smash the window. I actually, <laughs> I actually, 
was in a similar situation to you when I was at one of those festivals, but when I was, I think it was Cherry Fest. Is that Cherry? You know, Cherry Fields. Cherry Fields. And I got there. It was like a massive weekend. I remember so well. And I was in all my gear and everything looking like really cool. <laughs> and uh, really up for it, just met all my friends. And I locked my bloody keys in my car. And I just remember one of the boys said, oh, I'll do it. He put a crowbar through the window. <laughs> I was picking glass out of that car for like the week after. But at the time, it seemed such a good idea. Yeah. But so I was laughing when fellas was like, just smash the window. Well, the, the pleasure of uh, locking my keys in the car cost me £125. <sighs> and I also missed what sounded like a really brilliant evening with the Fitzdares guys. It did go particularly well, didn't it? It did. It went well. And to be fair, credit where credit's due, George really did step up because I couldn't have done that I would have been an awful host he was very very good kept the ball rolling and uh i think everyone enjoyed themselves i think it went down well and we tipped a few winners we as tipped well. a few winners i'm an yeah. awful tipster and i've both at that one and the racing welfare evening that we did on the sunday we we did pretty well yeah, we napped Stratovarius as the bet of the week, absolutely bet of the week. And then, do you know what? I was, I was remembering... Lord back. Glitters can't win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tipped Lord, I tipped Lord Glitters tipped up. You Lord Glitters? I tipped Lord Glitters up at 14 to 1, and Scott turned around, can't win, not good enough, can't, can't win a group one. Uh, a fellow said, led, led, to me, this was the live one that we did in the, in the Ashley... Is it the Ashley Cup? No, the Sports Centre. Oh, yeah. Fellas looked at me and said, well, why can't he win? I sort of like, went red and was like, he's not good enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, do you know what? I Sorry, I'm just... I do... I, I actually kind of half-tipped advertised. You know that? If you, I remember in back. Do you remember? I said Martin Meads horse has been out of form, but they're bound to come back in and how well he'd work. So I sort of... I'm taking advertised yeah, as yeah, well. I yeah. kind of tipped advertised. Yeah. No, it was great. Frankie was just, I, I, we talk about it so much. Someone rang me from the Cambridge newspaper. Fellows has got bloody the Times and this Telegraph ringing him. I've got, I've got the Cambridge News ringing me. <laughs> in relation to? In relation to the Tory and trying to get me to quote in as to how he compared to Leicester and all those great jockeys. But I said I didn't know, I couldn't quote on that, but I know him as a person, as we all do very well. And I went round to his house on Sunday and the guy... Humble is the wrong word. It's not humble, but he's just such a he's such a good guy behind it all. Such a kind man. Like really, was like talked about his week, but then more interested in in um, more interested in showing me how to uh, stop the emus from. He's got two emus <laughs> who like try and attack you, but he was like hand, holding his hand in the air, showing me how like to stop the emus from attacking you. So, <laughs> so let's just get this straight. Dottori has emus. Yeah, he's got emus and a pig. He's got Mr. Piggy. <laughs> And they've got mostly building the most amazing house, Catherine, with all the kids. They're such an amazing family, such fun. Uh, always, yeah, up around there. And every time I go there, a glass of wine, and he said, fill it up, fill it up, I'm showing you around. I'm like, Catherine's like, George has seen it like 10 times. <laughs> Same thing, we chase the pig around, and then to try and stop the emu stuck, they like grunt emus, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. So uh, it's He's like, like a, a madhouse. He's, He's like, like a, a kid. kid. He's and, like a and he kid. just like said, Where were you, what day were you pissed? You know, how were the car parks? You know, what was everyone saying about me? And like, it's just, you know, but he's such a kind man. And, and, um, and he, he, without Frankie, I think, without Frankie and the Queen, it's a very different type of place at Royal Ascot. Well, won't, won't it be? I said the other day, because um, I think they must have called me about the same thing. Uh, and I and he said, "And what about a word on Frankie?" I said, "If ever we needed a reminder of how much of a loss to this sport he will be when he leaves and when he retires, it was this week because he is just—he's the only person that 
puts us out on that big stage. And Just when the front pages, yeah. Yeah. he is yeah. phenomenal. Um, and he was at his very, very best last week. It was quite outstanding. And just every ride, every ride is in the right place. Every single time, whether the pace is quick or slow, he was just always in the right place. He's a gifted rider, but is it, a, is it confidence comes into it, Frank? He suddenly looks like he's going to ride with everything he sits on. Yeah, I think, so. I just think the guy's a freak. You know, he's so gifted. You know, he's so good. I, I don't think there's any kind of edge to it at all. I just think he's gifted, like just so talented. And like he's now being so well managed. I think John Gosden, Mr. Gosden, is like has a massive part to do with this Frankie show, like monumental. He's providing the majority of these horses for him mm. to win on. And he's also knows, seems to know Frankie so well in the sense that I said, we we're talking to him and said to Frankie, like, surely it's not a matter of how many years you go on. It's a matter of miles you, are, you get on the back of a horse. You know, it's not age. It's not an age thing. It's mileage. And, and what's so clever about the, and, and so cool about Mr. Gosden, oh, John, is that he, he's just cut the miles back for Frankie. And, you know, Frankie, the mileage will be the thing that stacks up against Frankie, not necessarily the time, I don't think. So if he can preserve Frankie's enthusiasm and body, then Frank, there's no, there's no, I mean, there's no chat of him retiring. It's nowhere how, near. It's how long? Happening. I was going to say, you there's know no, well. No, I, we said, I said, why would you put a number on it? There's no number. He's just ridden almost the best he's ever ridden. Yeah. But Gosling's got a massive part to play in the Frank yeah. Dettori thing. And I'm sure 100%. Frank would be the first one to say. Well, you were at Dettori's on Sunday. We all know where Charlie was because we were, we were sort of, his sartorial attire was catching our eye, wasn't it? Oh, was yeah. On racing got, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he, was, he, went, to, he went to, a few, I got a couple of funny things, actually. I rang him the day after um, Thanks V1. We're going to talk much more about that later. And he was so pissed. Uh, in the morning that he walked the lime kilns, which the grass gallops, and he'd forgotten by the time he got back to the yard which gallop to go on because he can remember. Case for the defence. Case <laughs> for the defence. actually not entirely true. I had not forgotten at all. I just rang him and I said, he asked me what the ground was like and I said I couldn't tell you if it was rattling quick or, or heavy ground. As it was, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, and the horses worked well. But uh, yeah, Saturday morning was a very long morning working on two hours sleep. There we go. Sunday morning? No, but hang on. Luck. You went to celebrate in a proper fashion, didn't you? You went to see Foles. I went and saw Foles, oh. yeah, Saturday night. Saw that some was videos phenomenal. of you that looked epic. That was really, really, really good fun. God, they're good. I, I mean, every time I go, they get better and better and better. And um, they played all their new ones. But at one point, Yanis, uh, who is the lead singer, he, on the last song, the last song goes on a really long time, builds up, builds up, builds up into then a massive crescendo. Everyone goes mad. And um, in the build-up, he came down off stage, went all the way round the side of Alexander Pass, and we were on the side where he walked. So he, he came and shook your hand. Walked straight past me, said to me, well done at Ascot. <laughs> and then carried on. Going. I knew you say that. <laughs> no, he didn't. Anyway, I touched him. I touched him. Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went and did a couple of shots off the st- off the bar at the back. No. Then walked all the way back round and on the stage, and and they did the and did the finale. But it was fantastic. God, they're good. They're so was that Saturday night? That was Saturday night. I'd had only two hours sleep Friday night, so I was knackered. And then me and Vicky drove down to Wiltshire after um, 
luck on Sunday and had two days down in Wiltshire in a little hotel down there. Well, I watched your knock on Sunday. I had it on silent, but I watched you because I couldn't listen to you. I hear enough from you. And I, I was just, I did say to Tony, that shirt was awful. I mean, why? It's like a polka dotted. What was wrong with the shirt? Polka dotted shirt with the it's buttons on. I wore it to Newbury little, yesterday. Oh, it's awful. It's little flowers. It's, it's one of those nice. like sort of Mediterranean sort of on holiday with your wife sort of jobs. A nice guy out for dinner. Not, it's just not smart. It's awful. Oh. <laughs> awful. What did you call it in the, in the, on our WhatsApp? Smart and edgy. Smart and edgy. Yeah. No. Well, I went to Foles the night before, and then I wore a smart and edgy, edgy shirt the next day. So you're reinventing this yeah, training malarkey. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so um, Nick, he's actually. Well, I don't know. He said he was a, he was an avid listener to our podcast. I don't know whether that was him just talking crap. He said it was um, his guilty pleasure, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he said it was his guilty pleasure. He also told me that he now he now roots for George Scott every time because he, he started to feel sorry that I've pummeled him so far this year. So he, yeah, he was I like... I have no comment. This like, is really wine to be I'm really supporting the underdog. <laughs> Saturday was... How times, times have changed. But it, it wasn't um, all about you, Charlie, on the, the last week. George yeah, his horse in good form had a winner Saturday, although you also had a winner at Haydock. He also had a winner at Haydock. Yeah, poor George. And at, uh, had three in a row. And at Chelmsford as well, actually, yeah. But who's counting? No, I landed a good touch at Redcar, actually, to be who's fair. Counting? Well, you clearly are. <laughs> landed a good touch at, Ch- at Redcar. And actually, I was going to tell this story later when Hayley was here, because... I was waiting to go home. I, I, I had to leave early the day that you had your winner. And I was waiting in the car park to, in the, to go home. I was watching in the watching your your race, the Sandringham with Michael Bell over and I was in such good mood because I'd literally just landed a massive touch at Red Car for my owners. And I was cocky running off. I was like, we've got through Royal Ascot. Fellows is big shots got absolutely decked. And uh, there's no way this is gonna win. And it was one of those things and but Bell was holding it, the phone. I was looking over his shoulder and I was trying to work out whose horse was which and I was just I've never screamed so loud for the Queen to have a winner last game. And I was just like, typical. And I think Bell was just like, Jesus, this guy really, I think he like, didn't realise it. it was sort of, I was like slightly sort of playing on it. And he was like, shit, you're a real bad loser, aren't you? I was like, well, no, but like, this is a big lead up to this. <laughs> um, but no, it was, yeah, it was a wonderful week. It was a wonderful, again, we'll talk about, about this more. I was so pleased for you. So pleased. It was fantastic. And Anything I think there's only three messages in the sort of space of the next couple of hours of hearts and kisses and everything. <laughs> Anything else stand out? You had a picnic on Saturday. Yes. Did that go all right? Yes, such fun. It worked well, actually. We had people for lunch before and then afterwards it turned into a proper party. I yep. think next year I've learned how to do it. I think we're going to have just a few people for lunch before and then next year I think it's going to be, I think I'm going to get a DJ not yeah. like crazy, but like a sort of DJ and like sort of plastic cups to those frat cups and have like big cocktails. And it's a lot of fun. We had a lot of interesting people through the gates, actually. Yeah. I mean, none of them will have a horse in the epic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't worry, I had I drank Charlie Hills's picnic dry on Friday night and <laughs> I'm never having a horse with him. So <laughs> no. no, but it's, it's all part of the part, the part of the spirit of Ascot is to enjoy it. And it's a massive... Um, shop window for our sport isn't it so it, it's yeah. great I, I i asked you i said to you how 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 did it all feel like in the afterwards you said you got how many messages did you say you had 200 and 
53 WhatsApps and another 60-odd text messages. Yeah. It took me, admittedly, and I was quite pissed, but so it took me probably longer than it normally would have done. But it took me from the moment we left Ascot Racecourse to literally driving into our drive back at, at St. Gation to re- a reply to all the messages. And as I sent, sent on the last message, we drove into the drive at St. Gation. Isn't it? Um, <clears throat> I, I remember being in that situation as well. And, and when people start replying to your message. Oh, yeah, that really throws you off. Yeah, that's so annoying because you send a message. I think the best thing is just write a message, copy it, and just boom, 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 yeah. boom. That's what I do. Yeah. But it's so annoying when people start replying because you have to keep scrolling all the way down <laughs> and then it sends you back to the top. It just takes hours. Yeah. Um, what fun. Yeah. Well done, you, mate. I'm pleased for you. Oh, it was good. Good week. Very good week. I see through the window our special guest is walking across the courtyard here at Bedford House. In a moment, it will be Hayley Turner in the building. It's time we extended a big welcome back to the podcast to Hayley Turner. Just a quiet Royal Ascot for you then, nothing yeah, special. Steady aware, you know how it is. What a week, what a <laughs> yeah. day. Amazing, yeah. First, first dual guest, first dual guest. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm honoured. Well worth it. Well worth it. Hayley, tell us about your week. I can't remember what happened. I can't either. <laughs> Come on, guys. That sadly, was, yeah, sadly, that was sadly, I can. One of the most no. special days at, the, at Royal Ascot they've had for a long time. History in the making once again, Hayley. Charlie, do you want to just tear it up and tell us the story of that day? Thanks, B and Hayley Turner. Well, I sort of... Um, I felt that uh, the stupid thing is that I felt that the conditions of the race would really suit her, which is why we put. It, it, the, if I'm completely honest, the race was not the plan at all. It, literally, I was watching the Sandringham entries on the whatever it was five days before, and it caught my eye that there were li- there were 30 entered, and it was a 30 runner race. So I was like, I didn't think we'd get in off 80. Anyway, I, by the time they'd got to 11.55 or whatever it was, it was only 32. So I was like, well, I'll put her in. She'll, she'll get a run. So I put her in and then the owners got all excited and they were like, okay, we'd really like to do this. And I put her in a race at Pontefract on Sunday and there were four entries. Uh, and, you know, the filly had been, had been brought to breed and um, sh- so it was really important to get a win. Anyway, luckily the owner's like, no, let's go to Ascot. We've all sort of, we're all available. We've had a, they haven't had the best year in the world. It's been a really tough year for the owners and they really fancied a day out. So I was like, okay, well, fantastic. Because actually they've had rain, which we know she goes on. The big field will just help her get into a rhythm. And I think the straight stiff mile will really suit her. So, I was, you know, I was like, look, she probably won't win, but she could easily run a really big race and we'd have a, we'd have a nice day out. And we won't go to Pontefract. When did the Haley Turner story come in? Like, when did you book? How did you book Haley? What was was it agents? Well, Haley Crofty, Haley's agent, get on, or how did that come across? Well, when when Haley came on the pod, like however many months ago it was, she she had a pop at me for never, for not putting her up on any of the horses. Actually, I did I, the trick, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, that worked. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving work. you two favourites on Saturday as well. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Um, anyway, she had a pop at me. So, and then like three weeks later, she wrote me a winner at Newmarket. And then two weeks or so after that, she rang me up and said, um, I don't know if you, if you'd be keen, but, uh, I was wondering if I could come and ride out a couple of days a week for you. I obviously, I ride out for Michael Bell on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but maybe I could come in Fridays and fit, fit working with you on Wednesdays and Saturdays. 
And I was like, yeah, good idea, because we've got more horses at the moment and um, Stevie can't ride everything. And I thought, you know, it'd be, it'd be good to have, to have Ailey in. And then, you know, just as fate has it. As if by magic. Yeah, as if by magic. <laughs> Three weeks later, I have a filly with eight stone on her back at Asker. And it was, you know, it was, yeah. it was a no, well, I, I never even considered anyone else. And H, eight stone, how's that for you? you is it a bit of a... Well, I had eight too for Charlie the day before so that was a bit of a warm up for it and one on that as well and one on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought I'd Manson, get that one in as Manson well. Manson Warrior. Oh yeah, you want a Manson yeah, Warrior? Gave yeah, gave that a lovely ride as well because he's a, he he's um he is a bit quirky. He's sort of yeah. got down that back straight and came off the bridle a little bit, but he was, he was ready to pull up. He said, "I've done a circuit. Yeah. That's me done." Yeah, but no. Had you sat on the filly before Friday? Had you ridden no, the work? I actually rode out. Um, I rode a horse out that morning next to her in the stable, and she did. She didn't look very welcoming is she, she no she's flat not back and she's very territorial yeah. you go into her box and she literally is flat back and Alfie my assistant rides her every day and and pretty much is the only one that's ever ridden her I don't have anyone else on she was she was a breeze up she's chestnut so she's quite headstrong she wouldn't be the easiest ride in the world uh, and to be fair, Alfie has done a fantastic job settling her down. Because at the beginning of this year, I rang up the owners and like, she has not settled down for a break. And she's, if anything, she's even more of a madam than she was <laughs> last year. But Alfie got going in a great rhythm and she's just improved and improved as the year's gone on. And, you know, Alfie. I thought then the draw came out and I was like... God, is there even any point running? Because everything was winning over on the stand side. You wanted to be high. Uh, and I just thought from four, we had no chance. Uh, and I just said to the owners that morning, I was like, are you sure you want to run? We're drawn on the wrong side. Like, no, we're coming. We've got, everyone's got their tails. So let's <laughs> give it a go. We'll talk us through the race, Edge. Well, obviously I was drawn four, like Charlie said, and I just thought the more fancied horses were all high. So I half missed it on her. And, and Charlie said, just get her switched off and in a rhythm. And the good thing about the straight mile at Ascot is they go stride too quick in, in those big handicaps. And it just got her to relax and get right in amongst it. And I was, I, I think after a furlong, I was sat right behind Doyler on the favourite. And I, was, I said to Charlie, I said, I felt like giving myself a pat on the back. Five <laughs> <laughs> furlongs yeah. out, thinking, you've got yourself some posse here, yeah. <laughs> Well done. And... Um, but then the you know they they quicken quite a long way out and she I just cruised on her. I always felt in the race quite confident that she was you know the gaps came and there was even half a gap. But when you're going well enough, you can you can make your own space a little bit as well. So and what what does it feel like? Because <clears throat> when I was point to pointing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was going... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was going well two out it's a great feeling <laughs> very similar to how Hayley would have felt no, in the final no, two no. furlongs at Ascot like two out you think I know what you're like you always you're quite sort of enthusiastic about everything Were you, are you thinking fuck me this is going well I might win this or are you just, I don't swear George yeah well in your head you might blimey um, crikey I'm going well <laughs> 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 What are you thinking? You know, like, are you, are you like, you thinking? Wow, I mean, what what goes through one's head? I, um, I think in the in the race, it's just you don't really. It, it wasn't till after the line that it was like, whoa, that was a that was a good win there. <laughs> I was so like, when did you think you were going to win? 
Did you not until you've hit the line? Crikey, I've won! Or did yeah, like, you? When did you through, think it was throughout the race? I thought everything's going right, and then sort of two out, and everyone's dropping back, and I'm still weaving my way through going forward. You're in such a lovely yeah. rhythm with the horse, wasn't yeah. you? I was thinking, it, oh, I actually could win this. Yeah. yeah. So I I watched the race. I watched the race out the front of the stands with my wife, and my wife's sister, who uh, was there on a so client day. She works for. A, a, um, for a beer company and uh, we went out the front of the stands and my wife had basically checked out she thought 33 to 1 this has got no chance <laughs> so she was just chatting away through the race wasn't concentrating <laughs> at all and I was there watching it and I sort of saw you going closer and for anyone of a sensitive disposition I suggest you turn off your off your uh, off your sound now uh, but I was watching and as you slowly got closer I remember turning to her and going fuck me and she was like, what? What are you on about? I was like, fuck me. And she was like, what are you on about? I was like, look at the fucking horse. <laughs> so she wasn't even no, barely watching. No, no, she was happily chatting to her sister. <laughs> you were about to have your first Royal Ascot yeah, yeah. when she's paid for all the attention. <laughs> and, then she, and then we concentrated and, and went mad as she you know, crossed the yeah. line in front. But. And you, you must have had an inkling that you were going to win because you were all like decked out in red, like with all your colours. Is that what you wore all week, that red? You had a red tie on, didn't you? And a red waistcoat. I just remember it was very insane. No, not a red waistcoat. White. You had. The, you were like in the horse's colours. Was, wasn't that the not forest colours? Nothing to do with the horse. I, wow. I had a red tie. A red big red flower. Red flower and a like cream waistcoat. You actually looked reasonably smart. Yeah. <laughs> again was that was the worst thing about it as well. I'm a Notts County supporter. Yeah. Charlie's Notts Forest. And then what about? And then Haley was meant to be riding for me that evening <laughs> in, at Newmarket. <laughs> Yeah, and traffic was awful. Did, yeah. oh, <laughs> can, can I just say that one of the best images of Royal Ascot was Haley's face captured in the slow mo just after the line. I don't know what. Have you seen it back? Have you watched it back? Your face looks a picture of like <laughs> just joy. Is like, <laughs> it like just a bit of incredulous? Like, yeah. Has that really just happened? What were you feeling like just in those moments as before Ollie Bell was swooped and come to it? I mean, you look like you're on was- absolute cloud nine and a half. Oh, I was just thinking there's got to be some sort of catch. Maybe the, the stores didn't open properly and it's a void race or something. It's like, no, it's just, I just literally couldn't believe it. But uh, it was... Where does it rate in the Hayley Turner sort of pantheon of great wins, career successes, great moments? Where was that one? Well, I think it, it's right at the top just because I think I, obviously I stopped riding for a while, and but now I've come back, I'm in, enjoying it a lot more and I think I appreciate what I've done. A lot Above the July Cup? Uh, upside yeah does it upside, oh, yeah. Get in there. yeah yeah you did a, you did a better celebration as well yeah i didn't you didn't yeah. Yes. Pull off. yeah, yeah i don't got... get to practice that very often so when i punch the air this time i yeah i didn't it's nice to do it for Charlie the well. comment yeah. the, i love the commentary because the commentary richard hall's commentary i've obviously listened to it a hundred times <laughs> but he sort of he says oh and thanks and then he realizes it's you yeah like five seconds after the line and suddenly his voice <laughs> elevates for Hayley Turner. Yeah. And uh, that just gives me goosebumps every time. It's so good. That's, so good. That's what Jason Weaver and everyone said as well. Yeah. Like no one actually realised it was me until... Until literally the, like... Everyone had looked down at their yeah. cards and had checked oh, the colours yeah. and they were like, oh. Actually, I was, I was saying, I watching it with Belle, Michael, and he was so... He was ecstatic yeah. when he saw it. Was he really, was the first person to ecstatic. ring me. Say well yeah. done, yeah. yeah. 
What's the reaction been like? I mean, I'm sure you've Hang on, we've got some fan mail here. We've got, we have got, we have got fan mail. Yeah. Hayley's got some fan mail, which got sent to my yard, <laughs> and we've made her wait to open it live. So we'll fill the time while she fiddles with it. I hope it's not from the guy that's been caught flashing at the bottom of Hamilton <laughs> Hill this, this morning. We've had a message go out to everyone saying there's a chat. And we're all looking. Royal Ascot. Any money oh, in that's there? That's nice. No. <laughs> Who's no, it congratulations, from? Congratulations, Haley. Many more happy days with winning ways. Start your day the Haley Turnaway. We bet on a winner. Thanks, B. Living the dream. Good luck. Does it have a name? Can Miss, we? Miss G. Lovat. Miss G. Lovat. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's Thanks, lovely. Yeah. And you've got. Go, you got an. You've got a lovely picture. Oh, nice as well. picture of her there. She might well. like this poster one day, we'll win the derby. There's a lovely card, picture of Hayley inside with the horse. And no mention of fellows. No mention of fellows. It's indeed. all about me. It's all about the jockey. Yeah. <laughs> it, this is for the attention of Hayley Turner, care of Charlie Fellows. That's the only mention. Bracket trainer. <laughs> I had some awful things through the post before. Has anyone sent you anything like, weird in the post? Uh, yeah. Thank you. I've had a, someone sent me a spliff once. What? Yeah. Wow. That's epic. Yeah. There was a guy that was writing to me on prison paper once and he was in Brixton prison. And then he obviously got out of prison and started sending me some really, really random stuff. And he put a spliff in there once. And he actually did turn up at the races at Windsor. And um, he came over to me and he, he, meant, he, he made a really crude comment that he'd written in his letter. And so I knew who he was. So you were like, whoa. Yeah, so then the security went and got him and marched him off the track. He was really strange. That is odd. Life and times of a jockey, hey? Who'd believe it? But presumably you've had lots of lovely correspondence. Really nice. And this is lovely to have something like this. Someone's taken the time to do it. So, yeah, um, I've had so many messages, and as Charlie has, I'm sure, to reply to, but it's a nice problem to have, isn't it? Getting through them all. And black type for the owners as well, winning black type. I mean, I'm sure they must be on... No oh, black type. No, but it's a handicap. Yeah. Oh, it used to be listed race. Didn't it used to be a listed handicap. It's not anymore. It's just a handicap. The, the quest for a domestic group race goes on. The for quest for the domestic race goes on. And, and the filly looks like she's gone, sadly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. She's she, been sold? She's being vetted today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, right. To America or to... Where? To America. Wow, she, well, California. Yeah, yeah I presume so. I don't know. Out. She'll love it out there, won't she? Um, so she's probably her last run. But the owners have always been traders. Um, I knew that before the race. She's in the July sale. Uh, so um, I had a pencil down to go and look at, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they've made good money, or they will make good money out of her. So, you know, it's a, it's, it was my job. The job was to, was to try and sell her for as much as we could, which we've done. So, yeah, sadly, well, this is off. Will they replace her with another one, do you think? I don't know, hopefully, hopefully, because they're lovely owners. Um, Simon, the son-in-law, worked for me as an assistant for a while. Uh, Tom Wilson, who um, is sort of the main man, he has been with me for a long time. He's had a really, really rough year. He lost his mother last week and a few other things have been on, going on behind the scenes. It's just not been a good year. So, um Hopefully that win went a very, very small way to um, to making this year slightly fonder to look back on. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll see. And cemented the association between Bedford House and Hayley Turner. That win, I'm assuming she'll be getting plenty more plum rides in the weeks to come. What have you got? You got a ride for me on Monday. Monday, maybe, yeah, 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 exactly. Hopefully, definitely. And what else is happening, Hayley? Are you um, 
busier than ever at this time of year now? Is this like full flow? Yeah, um, although the week before Ascot was awful because it was just no, the, the rain and there was all mm. meetings were either called off or non-runners and I've actually got a few non-runners today as well which is which is annoying but yeah I'm, um, I've got some good ones coming up for George which he'll be able to tell you more about than I can yeah your Chester Donny yeah should be on Saturday, Saturday. should be good did anyone good chance, good chance. did you see that picture of Hayley in the Times yesterday there was a oh. picture of you yeah. Sporting a hat. In, oh my God! In, in the newspapers. Yeah, he what? saw it. I sent it to you. I said, like, surely no amount of money can. <laughs> What's this? I'm tre I'm trending on one of the videos as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You said you'll never have to work a day in your life oh, for a yeah, race. I see. And, everyone, um, and it's like a meme, isn't it? It yeah. is so funny. Yeah. It is so funny. Stevie sent me that. <laughs> I mean, I got it sent by about ten different people. Yeah. What's it, it in connection with? It's something to do with the milliners or something. Milliners. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just to promote the July Festival. Very good. Basically. I thought it was just to scare young children. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> Thanks, George. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I've seen the meme, but I haven't seen the other one. Is there two? Uh, yeah, no, no, because I don't know how it's come about. I really don't. This was in the Times, but there wasn't any... <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, someone's just put a, seat, a, a shell on your head and taken yeah. a picture. Is that... Did you actually wear that, or has that been photoshopped? No, that was... Actually I actually wore it. Yeah. What? Even Fellows thinks it looks a bit odd, and we know his fashion sense. And my fashion sense is... Okay, interesting. Are you yeah. going to wear that again? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no. more. There's more as well that will filter out as the days go on. Oh, yeah, well, just to keep you down to yeah, keep you down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, because you've been on cloud nine. <laughs> Racing always keeps you grounded. You can you find me on really. cloud nine. <laughs> 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 Thanks. I think, we should, I think we should just say a, a genuine, a genuine thank you to Haley for coming in once again and being on the podcast guys because yeah. um, thanks stuff. that was absolutely great I suppose we better get it back onto you two guys um, we'll uh, have a moment and then uh, look ahead to what George and Charlie have to run okay guys so that's that's Aska that's Haley. Um, what about the future what have we got to run uh, today tomorrow coming up in the, in the next couple of weeks today is uh, Thursday yeah because we recorded this on Wednesday. I got five, I got five runners at um, Newmarket on Thursday and um, one at Leicester. Uh, the horse that won at Redcar, when, uh, which Charlie's massively overshadowed uh, last week, is backing up under a penalty under the extremely competent Serena Brotherton, who's been around. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she's been around for many, many years. You've she got rides five runners at Newmarket. I surprised you didn't pack up on early. Thursday. Yeah. Jeez. I know, I just, I'm absolutely digging my own grave having runners at Newmarket. Uh, two two-year-olds, Flash Henry, and again, I was very confident of getting a double in, a double up that day at Flash Henry. Oh, yeah. He looked a little bit reluctant, but he's got the cheek pieces on and I'm backing him up quick. Another two-year-old, Lyndon B, who we've talked about on the podcast before, got beat um, mm. by a very decent animal of Judmonts. He finished second. He's running again. He's got one of um, Shake Hamdowns to beat. And then a couple of handicappers who have probably found their marks. But um, the owners are coming, taking a box, so it'll be a, it'll be a good day. Uh, but the horse at Leicester, I would be disappointed if he doesn't win under a penalty again. So what have you got for the next? And then a few at the weekend, but I'll come back to that. What have you? Uh, what have I got? So we're talking Thursday. A couple up at Newcastle. Um, horse called Jack Berry House, who um, 
One on debut for McEasterby and then... At Newcastle, wasn't it? At Newcastle, yeah. And he just struggled with the penalty for me. He's quite a big sort of laid-back horse. Anyway, we're going back up to Newcastle. He'll love the track. Um, and he's quite he's in good form, actually. He'll run all right. Horse called Samba Sarava runs up there. I'm shooting from the hit. Came from Jeremy Nazida. Stepping up in trip, tongue tie on. He's got an American pedigree, so we're going on the all-weather. Great big horse, should love the track. A nice horse called Free Rolling, who's having a third run. Um, hopefully, he can... He's very. He, like, he's a good horse, but he's still got it. He's four years old. He's got a carry penalty, so it's tough. But would love him to win. Which one? Was he the one that won at Chelmsford? He won at Chelmsford, yeah. and then he went up to Carlisle and finished third uh, under stupid weight. Uh, and then uh, Lock 17, who will take a bit, you know, will go very close at Yarmouth. He won at, at Bath. And then nice two-year-old, nice two-year-old. The Bowie filly? Mm, she ran yesterday. Did she? Yeah. Did the Bowie filly run yesterday? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. did she run? She was fifth. fifth oh, how ran, ran, ran well. She tra- I ran over the wrong trip. Oh, shit, I completely missed that. How yeah. did I miss that? I was in, I tell you why I missed it. I went for lunch with an owner, who a great owner, a good friend, and she had a few glasses of wine. I, was, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, thank God you missed it, because otherwise my phone would... No, 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 no. I would like to say, no. No, she ran really I'd well. I'd love to have seen I ran her over the wrong trip. I ran her, you over, run her over five? No, I ran her over seven, and I should have run her over six. Uh, which is really annoying, really annoying, because she travelled brilliantly and just didn't find much. No, I'd love to see um, uh, the, the Stanleys and um, the Hanbury Zone. I'd love to yeah. see her do, because I've, I've got a filly for them yeah. as well. It's nice to have her out and running. That's Very great. nice. Yeah, she ran well play. and polished up her feed, so that was good. Um, no, filly on Friday is a filly of the Oppenheimers called Perfect Inch. She's a dark angel, and she's been working quite well at home. She, she runs here Friday night. And then when you go to the Kaiser, Kaiser Chiefs? Got Reeling Treasure Me out as well. She'll run on Friday night as long as the ground doesn't get too I predict a ride and that sort of stuff. Might go to the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there anyway. There. And the owners, apparently, it's the owner's birthday. Treasure Me's owner's birthday. And they're, they're lovely. They're a gay couple. And they are absolutely fantastic. Love a party. Oh, perfect. Uh, and so I, I'm guessing that they are not going to want to go home early. What, what trip are you running Treasure Me over? Six. So she ran over five at Haydock last time. Yeah. Six is more of a bag. Six is that a listed race? Bag. No, no, just a Phillies handicap. Phillies handicap. Yeah. Good. And oh. then Carm Wennan <clears throat> in the plate on Saturday. Although he's not going to get into the plate, so we're running in the Vars. But he'll, he'll, go, he'll go close. What's the nap then? What's the nap from each of you before we finish? Uh, nap. My nap is... Calm when and will take a bit of beating in the bars, I think. Okay. We like the weather as well. Yeah, li- likes the weather. Um, at a price, um, Jackberry House tomorrow around well. Thursday. George, you got one for us? My nap, my Leo da Vinci at Leicester, but um, I, I, t- I put Rahi up, actually, um, on the podcast, and I thought he, he was a little unlucky to get beaten. He was got beat by supposedly William Haggis's Dewhurst horse that didn't come from William Haggis so he probably sort of cursed if he heard that but um, he, they're well clear the third he's running Chester dropping back to five on Saturday he's got a good chance so some, some squeaks well that's episode eight uh, it only remains for major thanks to, uh, once more to our marvellous special guest Hayley Turner Thanks to Bedford House for hosting us. And last but not least, to the man we couldn't do this without, Carl Homer from Cambridge TV for producing us. 
Before episode nine, do give us a follow on Twitter at Bridal Podcast. And why not subscribe so you never miss an episode? I'm Tony Rushmer. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a fortnight. Bye.